Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hey there, and welcome to show number 50, the final one of 2020. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. And, you know, these year-end shows are fun to do. We uh, have taken times to look back and ponder and and look at the interviews and the stories and the biggest stories of the year and all of that. Uh, this year, we're going to do something a little bit different. We've spent some time going through the interviews that we've done, the guests that have been on the show, and uh, covering the various topics that turned into the big stories of the year and grab little snippets of it. And we're going to play about 30 of those for you over the next couple of hours. So you're going to get a nice little feel for the year in golf at least according to our coverage here on Real Golf Radio and the guests that we had aboard. And uh, it's it's interesting, Bob, when you go through all these, mm-hmm. and you'll laugh, we'll talk about this in the first segment, but the energy and the enthusiasm and the, um, I guess, the anticipation that I had for 2020 was <laughs> was pretty high, and we had no idea what we were about to enter into. It really became quite the diversion uh, and, a, and just a crazy year for everybody, but certainly in the game of golf. Well, it's it's been definitely a crazy year, uncharted territory for anybody's life that is living um, right now, no matter if they're 90 or 100 to um, to what, you know, five or six years old. Um, this is all uncharted territory. This has been a, a kind of a weird, messed up year with everything that's gone on, not only in golf, but in the world. And but, you know, we've gotten through it. And uh, we're looking for better on the back end, no doubt. And it, absolutely. And the nice thing is, is that we were able to get some golf in. You know, yeah, it, there was some normal golf to begin the year. And then, of course, the Players' Championship, it all came to a halt. And then coming back, it was certainly different. There were no fans. Mm-hmm. Then there's been limited fans. And, you know, the Masters was played in November. There's just been strange things. The Ryder Cup was canceled and postponed. And the Open Championship was canceled. And, you know, it's just all those things and the, were... And the Olympics. The Olympics, yeah. exactly. But at, at the end of the day, at least golf was able to be played. And we yes. were able to see some events. And actually some pretty high-level golf and some great stories have emerged oh, yeah. from it. So oh, yeah. uh, this this little journey will go on here for this uh, end of the year 2020 show. Hopefully we'll give you a little bit of a taste of that. 
I'm excited. I'm excited. It's fun. We had a lot of great people on this year, uh, manufacturers, uh, players, all that kind of thing, uh, and other, um, you know, media guys. And that, and it it was it was a fun year. It was fun to talk to all these people. We're fortunate to have had great associations uh, from some of the best in the business that spent some time with us uh, year over year. We'll uh, welcome it and get things started next on this end of the year 2020 show of Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new Chrome Soft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before now back to real golf radio with brian and bob 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Check out CallawayGolf.com. They've got your holiday gift guide, and maybe you got something you didn't want and you want to exchange it. Check out CallawayGolf.com for all of your golf needs. All right, as we wrap up 2020, I thought it might be interesting to look at how we started 2020. So let's rewind back to the very first show open of 2020, and this is what it sounded like. Golf closed out the decade with a year to remember in 2019, and this year is poised to kick off the century's roaring 20s in the world of golf. Tiger won his fifth green jacket and 15th major championship. He tied Sam Snead with his 82nd PGA Tour win at the Zozo Championship, then captained the President's Cup team to a win while going 3-0 in his personal dominance. Yes, Tiger is back and health willing 2020 should be another record-setting year for the 44-year-old. Brooks Kepka looks to continue major dominance. Rory is playing some of the best golf ever and seems poised to break a five-year major drought. Justin Thomas and John Rahm are in fuego go. New guys, young guys, old guys, Phil turns 50. Ryder Cup year, Olympics, new world handicap system. As my buddy Craig Bowlerjack would say, buckle up. 2020 golf is gonna roar. And we'll be with you every step of the way as Real Golf Radio enters 2020 in our 20s as well, having just completed 20 years of talking golf with you. Thanks for joining us. And remember, give us a follow on Twitter at Real Golf or social at uh, Real Golf Radio. And we welcome you in to show number one of the new year. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of the legend Billy Casper. And parts, here we go again. This is gonna be fun. Yeah, it should be an exciting year. You know, we, we started off with, uh, with a major, two, two of my favorite events, you know, with a major at, at Augusta National. Um, and, uh, and then we've, and then we've got a, it's a Ryder Cup year, uh, later in, later in the season after the tour championship. So things should be really exciting through this whole process and, uh, everybody qualifying for Ryder Cup. You know, we've got qualifying for the, for the Olympics. It's, it's going to be a phenomenal year this year. All right, Bob. Uh, obviously, I was enthusiastic and optimistic about 2020, and there was a lot of things to to be excited about. Not of all of those things came to fruition, obviously, with with or without COVID. Yeah, it went crazy, uh, so to speak, and got turned turned on its ear. But yeah, there, I mean, you know, Tiger coming off of a, a, a one win season and a major, so two wins. Um, you know, th- just a lot happening. Getting ready for the Olympics. Getting ready for the Ryder Cup. Like you said, coming off of the President's Cup, there was a lot of excitement to be had coming into 2020. Yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, I really felt like Tiger Brooks. Uh, you know, the one guy is uh, John Rahm. I mean, he lived up to the hype. He had a great year, was number one in the world a couple of times. So uh, I think that that was definitely something that that came about. Hoped that Jordan Spieth might get some footing. Yeah, uh, we we certainly had high expectations for the young guys, and they continued to poke their nose in there. Victor Hovland just getting another win. So there were a lot of there were a lot of things that we anticipated that did happen. Tiger's still one of those, and he's going to continue yep. to be around. And thankfully, uh, at least health wise, uh, we hope that he continues to be around. All right, no doubt. With that, hopefully you enjoyed that little excitement. Uh, here's some of the other segments. This, these are coming from January, February timeframe. Uh, you hear from Thomas Pagel, the caddy as Jack turned 80, Jaime Diaz with this insurgence of the Premier Golf League. So here's some of the comments from some of our guests early on in the year in 2020. 
we're going to find out exactly how this all works from the man himself, Thomas Pagel, Senior Managing Director of Governance for the United States Golf Association. It's really a great thing for the game, the global game. Uh, if you look at where we were previously, there were six handicap authorities uh, throughout the world that were calculating handicaps, golf handicaps differently. You had the USGA system used in a big part of the world, but you had Golf Australia and Argentina and Congo, who oversees the UK, uh, the European Golf Association. And so what we were finding is as this world becomes increasingly borderless and people travel and they play more, you couldn't play equitably or fairly with counterparts from other parts of the world because all of our handicaps were done differently. Some of the systems only allowed for you to post tournament scores. Some of the systems were focused on a stable third or points-based format. And so, you know, in the U.S., if you were to go play from somebody from the U.K., you were going to get your clock cleaned because the handicaps were calculated differently. And so about seven years ago, uh, Mike Davis and Peter Dawson, who was then the uh, chief executive for the RNA, got together and said, let's, let's be uh, bold here and take on an initiative to try and create a system where we can have a single worldwide handicap system. And that's exactly what, what we've done. So it's been a journey. Uh, as you can imagine, taking six systems, which are all based on on uh, specifications and algorithms and combining them into one is, is not an easy task, especially when you're dealing with different golfing cultures. Uh, but our team has done that. And so now, as of January 1st this year, we're excited that we've now launched the World Handicap System. Uh, we've implemented it immediately here in the U.S. And over the course of the next probably nine to ten months, you're going to see a rolling implementation throughout the world. And, and geez, at the end of this year, every single handicap uh, for every golfer around the globe will be calculated in the same way. So, again, can't keep it short, but it, this is a big deal for the game of golf. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. i got to ask you, Jack Nicholas turned 80 this week. What's your favorite Nicholas story or memory from being out there on tour? I've got quite a few of them, but we had the privilege of the honor of playing with Jack Nicholas in the last PGA Tour event he played in at the Memorial. The first two rounds, Zach Johnson, my player, was not Zach, but my player, Zach, and, and Damon Green and I and were out there with Jack, and he made the cut, if I'm not mistaken, which is pretty impressive considering he's hitting three wood into 17 the second day. Uh, he, but the, there's a couple things about that round I remember. The Hannibal Lecter impersonation on 17 Green was pretty scary. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into that, but he did a Hannibal Lecter impersonation, and I wasn't, I did not see that coming. Um, on the side of the Green, when I was asking him how good a shot was. Anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. So he went Jack Nicholson so he, instead of Jack Nicholas. I, okay. I well, yeah, I would I didn't see that coming. But but on the 12th hole, he flew a seven iron in the hole on the fly. I think that was the second round. And it bounced straight up in the air, and it ended up on the fringe. We were scared it was going to go in the water. And Jack, uh, I remember the first time I saw Nicholas play golf was at the Kemper Open in around 1980 or so at Congressional. And it, every shot he hit, he, Jackie was caddying for him, his son. And every shot he hit, he turned to him, or maybe it was Steve anyway, every shot he hit, he turned to his son and said, where'd that go? <laughs> he couldn't see a shot. The whole, so we used to say that all the time. And on that hole, he flew in the hole and it bounced out. He looked right at me and he said, "Where'd that go?" <laughs> and that was really cool. So I remember that really well. That was that was really an honor to play with him in his, in his final PGA Tour event. 
Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. You know, Jaime, one of the big things that came out last week was this proposal or this announcement of the Premier Golf League. And Commissioner Monaghan talked to the players at a meeting last week, and more has come out about it. And Phil played in a pro-am this week in Saudi Arabia with some of the investors or guys that were going to try and build it. Uh, your thoughts about that Premier Golf League and anything that you know? I go back to 1994. Uh, when I was at Sherwood, when Greg Norman introduced, um, you know, his world tour, uh, proposal with, with, uh, had a pretty big network behind him at Fox and, you know, the tour players were interested and they were intrigued, but in the end they knew that it meant leaving the PGA tour and the PGA tour is such a solid infrastructure and, and with a, such a good future, that's a big decision. And, and in the end, none of those players honored, uh, I shouldn't say honored. They, they did not go with Greg. Greg felt like he had some commitments uh, from some players, but in fact, they were not, you know, in stone. They were not written. There were no contracts. And they decided in the end, you know, I got too much to lose uh, by leaving the PGA Tour. And I'd be surprised to see many players try this, except people in, you know, special situations where maybe their careers are uh, are waning and they still have a big name like Phil. I'm, I'm not saying Phil can't win on the PGA Tour, but it, I don't think it was an accident. He played with that guy in the Pro-Am. Sure. You know, I mean, he's, intri- he's intrigued by this. Uh, let's, let's see. Uh, but um, obviously, I don't know who a star is in, go- in golf, really. I mean, other than Tiger Woods, that's really who drives the bus. I don't, I don't think you could take anyone else in the top ten and guarantee tremendous marquee value, and that's no knock on anybody. It's just that, Golf is really about the collective field more than it is about an individual player showing up in a tournament, except for Tiger. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll jump into February, March, and leaning right into when COVID interrupted the PGA Tour season. It's the final show of 2020. Thanks for joining us as we reflect back with some of our favorite comments from some of our favorite guests right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state of the art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Rogoff Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you here on our final show of 2020. Uh, this segment brought to you by Hotel Park City. You know, with so much difficulty around spending time together this uh, winter season, Hotel Park City has come up with a Utah locals-only resort destination package that's going to help your family accomplish your main goal of being together. So they got a two-night stay, get the third night free this winter, which allows you to have multiple night stay experience so your loved ones can stay and enjoy the holiday atmosphere and decor and love of the season in a safe environment. Hotel Park City will also be offering their best winter value ever for locals during the 2020-21 winter season for a limited time for guests that are not able to stay multiple nights. For reservation details on this offer and packages, call the hotel directly at 435-940-5077, Hotel Park City. All right, let's continue now looking back on some of our favorite interviews of 2020. A guy that's uh, well-versed in the game of golf. Uh, this is a guy that used to call uh, play-by-play for major championships out on the PGA Tour and uh, also a former U.S. Amateur champ back in 1991. He's a good friend of ours and always fun to talk golf. In fact, he was probably kind of on the leading edge, the forefront of golf customization and custom fitting uh, with his Max Out Golf Labs out there in Southern California. Mitch Voges got a letter and they uh, they were soliciting input from it, what it said was all all current former yeah, USJ champions as part of the research project. Interesting that they did the same thing in 2002. Do you remember when that letter came out? And what they said was, we got a problem. We need to, you know, we don't think that any further distance gains are going to be beneficial to the game. And yet you look back and see, you know, what's going on with driving distances today, even opposed to 2002. And it's, I can tell you this, that the game has changed dramatically. You know, what used to be a game of, of consummate skill and judgment. And, and it's, I wrote back to him. I wrote back a pretty lengthy letter back to the USGA and, and I tried to, uh, you know, illuminate some of the things that I grew up in the, in the game that, that I learned to play. Um, I think the game right now requires far less skill to play than it used to play. 
And I'm not one of these guys that says, hey, back in the day or back when I was a kid or any of that kind of stuff. It's just, it's more like basketball right now. You know, you look at the NBA. Everybody carries it. Everybody palms. Everybody travels. There's no three seconds. You're either a dunker or a three-point shooter. You know, the game has just lost a lot of its, to me, a lot of its beauty and a lot of its skill. And it's the same thing with golf. Fred Funk joining us here on Real Golf Radio. When you hear the USGA and the RNA announcing, okay, quote unquote, we officially have a distance issue uh, and and a, and a problem that we need to address. Uh, how do you respond? What's your first thought as a guy that never really used distance for his 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 craft? Well, what's your reaction to what you've what you've heard and seen? Well, I've heard a lot of different reactions from other players. Phil's reaction and talking about the athleticism of the kids, and you can't argue that one. You can uh, hear other guys' opinions that, yeah, the ball's going too far. For me, um, I never want to penalize a guy that hits the long ways. I just don't want to give him a huge advantage where almost like an example of golf courses where you have to force carry a cross bunker or, or something in the fairway or maybe even a lake and it's 270 yards to carry. And that's not a big deal for most of the guys in the modern game, but it would be wide open on that side. And, and I would have to squeeze it in somewhere short and have a different angle in. And, and, um, you know, I hate that kind of, uh, issue with things where it becomes a huge advantage to be long and you're penalized for being short. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want to take a guy that is super long and keep the driver out of his hand by tightening it up at the other end as well. So um, I still like that part of the game to be fair for everybody across the board. But even in my uh, 10 years ago when I could swing at it a little bit, that I can't take advantage of that trampoline effect. I've never broken a driver because I hit it too hard. Um, and I can't launch the ball high enough and fast enough to take advantage of the, the ball. But I, I don't believe in having two sets of golf balls. I just think maybe just get a golf ball that spins a little more. That may may do it if, if they're going to do anything. The problem is it's going to make everybody shorter. Sure. <laughs> and that, that may not go over too well with guys like me. You know, <laughs> I don't want to be shorter than I already am. But, uh, you know, right now i got to say – you know, I always was able to hit fairways. Now I can hit a fairway if I can reach them. Our good friend, uh, as I mentioned, two-time winner on the PGA Tour, Troy Merritt, joining us right now. You know, it's interesting, Troy. You know, Rory McIlroy made his comments. Uh, he talked about autonomy, being able to choose. And this Premier Golf League is saying, you know, look, we want to take the top players and the top 48, and you're going to play 18 events, and we're going to separate from the, from the PGA and the European Tours. It's going to be like this league above, if you will. First point I would make is that I can't believe that I wasn't the first phone call as to come and join the Premier Golf League. I really can't believe I wasn't on the list. But, uh, no, I, you know, I, I think a lot of guys probably uh, would be more in kind of Rory's boat. Um, you know, they want that autonomy, and they want to be able to pick and choose their schedule. And for a lot of guys on the, on, the, on the PGA Tour, especially for the younger guys, you know, you really don't have that opportunity to even do that on the PGA Tour. You just play basically when you're allowed to play or when your number is called, and then you try to go play the best you can. The majority of the guys aren't, you know, choosing the, the ideal schedule for themselves. Um, they're not being told when to go and play, but they have to go and play to, to help their career. And that's, that's the difference between them and, and the uh, guys that are being um, sought out for the, the Premier Golf League. And, you know, if, if I was in you know one of those positions, 
you know, I, I think I'd be in, in a little bit more rural issues. I'd like to be able to pick and choose my schedule and, you know, spend time with my family, you know, take some time off when I need it and, and not be told that I have to go play this event. Otherwise, you know, I don't, I don't know what the, the repercussions would be, whether it be a fine, whether it be kicked off, you know, what it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to tell somebody telling me that you're not going to get your money if you don't go play in this tournament. All right, as promised, really excited to welcome our next guest to the show. He's a two-time winner out on the PGA Tour as well as a six-time champ on PGA Tour Champions and as a good friend of Bob's. Tom Pernice Jr., kind enough to join us. I guess the first question I, I have for you is, is bifurcation such a bad word in the game of golf? It, it seems to be, unfortunately. But um, to start off with, I think professional golf is the only major sport that is dictated by the ruling bodies of an amateur groups. Um, basically, the RNA and the USGA are dictating the rules for professional golf, the PGA Tour, the European Tour, LPGA, Champions, you name it. And I couldn't see the NBA or the NFL or Major League Baseball having the NCAA or some other amateur organization controlling not only the, the game itself, but the rules that professionals need to play in. I just, I really don't think it makes any sense. I think a lot of it has to do with tradition. But, you know, I think the best players in the world have gotten so much better than the average player. I think it's very difficult to try to encompass a set of rules that works for both and skill level for the best players in the world. With the Players' Championship getting one round underway and all the news that this, the rest of the tournament might be held without uh, fans and then having it be canceled altogether, it just is its something as it's just developed almost by the minute. And Golf Channel's Rex Hoggard was on site for all of it and joins us right now. If you could kind of paint what it was like on the grounds there at TPC Sawgrass as all of this started to unfold. Uh, well, it started Thursday morning in, in came surreal very, very quickly because, it, as we all know, I mean, it was Wednesday night that the NBA canceled their season and everything else. It was the first time in fall. Everyone else sort of started falling into line. And uh, the commissioner smoke, spoke at noon uh, yesterday on Thursday, and he came up with this idea that they're going to keep playing, that they're just going to do it for the for the last three rounds without fans, and that was going to be the plan going forward, at least as Masters. And, and they had a good plan in place. Now, that was at noon. It's important to, to follow the timeline here. At 6.45 p.m., the tour spit out a wildly detailed explanation of how the operations were going to go the rest of the week. Who was going to be allowed on property, what, what was going to be allowed to happen. We weren't going to be allowed to walk inside the ropes. Everything. We knew exactly what was going to happen at 6.45 p.m., uh, a little bit before 10 o'clock last night. Players started getting text messages and emails saying that the players were going to get canceled. So it, it leads to really the fundamental question of what really changed. What changed between 6.45 and essentially 10 o'clock last night. And I think it was a couple of things. One of the one of the biggest things uh, I can honestly say is I think players started to speak out. I think Rory was probably on the forefront of that like he normally is. He started voicing some concerns about not just him contracting the virus, and I think Phil was the same way. This isn't about me catching the virus. It's about who I take it home to, my children, my, my parents, my grandparents. And that became a huge stumbling block for the tour and Jay Monahan. And then the other thing is I think you saw – the rest of the sports league, the NCAA tournament decided to cancel. Uh, the, the big thing that the commissioner talked about this morning was Universal Studios and Walt Disney World in Orlando, which is just down the road from Ponte Vedra. They, they decided to shut down essentially for the month of March. And I think all of these things finally got to the point where 
they had to pull the plug. Excited to welcome in our next guest. Um, it's a winner on the PGA Tours, member of the most recent Ryder Cup, President's Cup teams, and a good friend of ours, Tony Fino, joining us right now. Hey, Tony, how are you, man? Hey, BT, Bob, how you guys doing? So what are you doing to keep yourself busy besides TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Well, yeah, I had to make my TikTok debut since I've been hanging out at home so much. I'm like, well, I might as well get on this TikTok thing. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I've been, we've been cooking you know, cooking, I've been cooking every meal for our, for my family and, um, and just, and just being with my, being with my kids, you know, I think, uh, we're pretty safe with just being six of us and, 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 you know, without, and with not having the coronavirus, but, um, just hanging out at home, nothing really, you know, I, I, I started to, uh, you know, touch up on my learning a new language, which is, you know, my native tongue, Tongan and, and just trying to learn that. I mean, there's, I think, you know, studying some, uh, some church material and, and getting ready for our general conference. So there's a lot of things, you know, that, I, that we're doing as a family and just, and just mostly just being, um, being home is the biggest thing. Woo. All right. Stay tuned. Jeff Babineau joins us next on this final show of 2020. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper saying goodbye to 2020. And I'd say we're disappointed or sad to see it go, but we're not. Uh, We're excited to turn the page on this calendar. Good riddance. As we've had some... Uh, discussions and you've, as you've heard some of the segments leading up to this, uh, you know, what's been this year of, of 2020. And one of the guys that's uh, been going through this with us and such a good friend of ours, he's a veteran golf journalist. You can read his stuff. Of course, he works with the Masters, uh, the PGA, and this week, or, and regularly with Morning Read. Jeff Babino joining us right now. Hey, Jeff, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Are you sad? I'm trying to find if anyone's sad to turn the page on this calendar year. Yeah, I mean, it's such a weird year. Um, yeah, I'm ready to turn the page on it for sure. Uh, but, I, but you know, it wasn't too bad for golf, honestly. You look back and, and maybe you know, golf caught a little bit of a silver lining. You know, participation was up and we had action throughout the year. I mean, we had, you know, majors into November. So the way it worked out for golf and the role that golf played in kind of getting us back to a little bit of normalcy uh, on the sports front anyway, um, I think golf played a big role. So I think golf can kind of take a little bow on that and we turn the page and hope we get a little more normalcy in 2021. Yeah. You, you know, you were saying about golf and how, how things kind of worked out well for golf, but you know, the year started out pretty normal and then it just came to a screeching halt. Yeah. I mean, I was at the players and, and it was just such a moving target. You know, uh, Dave Monahan announces that, they were going to play the, you know, I guess the first round was going to have a limited crowd. Then we weren't going to have any crowd. Then we were canceled. Uh, I just, you know, I, I look back, I think of all the, the faces of on these players uh, Friday morning. You know, a lot of guys are packing up and leaving at the players on Friday, but not in the morning. And everybody was packing up and they were there in shorts and, you know, T-shirts and shorts and uh, getting their stuff, getting out of there. Some guys didn't know how they were going to get home. You know, they lived in Europe, and there were different uh, protocols going on at the time for travel. So it was just a, a, such a great unknown. And, uh, you know, golf got back on its feet in the summer at the Schwab at, in Fort Worth at Colonial. And and from there, it really operated pretty well. You know, it had a few hiccups, but for the most part, it's pretty amazing. They got the, you know, the PGA Tour got its schedule in. We got three majors in. And we saw a lot of great golf. So, uh, you know, from where we were that day, we left at the players and, and who knew what was going to happen. Uh, you know, I think it turned out as probably as best as it could. 
I love that. Glass half full with Babs today. I like that as we look back, you know, and it really was. I mean, there are a lot of things to be grateful for and a lot of things to celebrate about the game that that you've pointed out. And the participation numbers in the game, uh, the the manufacturers took a massive hit. This all shut down and shut down factories and stuff right in the, you know, sort of end of Q1, beginning of Q2. And Mm. that's a very, very important time in the golf industry. And yet many of them have recovered to nearly get back to the numbers projected because of the increased participation. Still, I know there's manufacturers that have backordered, um, you know, parts and, and uh, 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 components because, you know, the, the demand has been so high. So many more people getting into the game where other team sports weren't able to play. So I, I will go with that for sure. But you, you got a chance to listen a little bit to my how I opened the, the year with uh, a whole lot of uh, enthusiasm after a couple weeks off and. Uh, it didn't ex- <laughs> it didn't quite uh, didn't quite go the way we had hoped with all those well, uh, look forward promises. It wasn't for a lack of effort. I think in that promo you did everything but pound your fist on a few car hoods. Uh, <laughs> I loved it. It was great. And I, you know what? I mean, that's what every January is. Honestly, I mean, oh, who knew what you know we were going to get hit with storm? We were going to get faced with. But you know, it's always like it reminds me of. Uh, you know, being here in Florida years ago when I covered other sports, going to spring training and, you know, the, the Blue Jays and the Pirates and every team was on the same ground in the spring. It was going to be a great year and it's going to be their best year ever. And that's kind of the way it is with golfers when they show up to Kapalua, right? I mean, this is this is going to be the year and only one or two or maybe a half a dozen at most kind of pull it off. But the rest of them go back to the drawing board the next year and, and hopefully with the same mindset. So, you know, right, as you said, for all the promise you had, uh, it certainly didn't play out as you would have scripted it, but uh, we got a lot of it in, and, and thank, thankful for that. Yeah, hey, after what, 20, sorry, Bob, after 20, 20 years of doing the show, at least I can still come out in year 21 with that kind of enthusiasm about the game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was ready to run through a wall for you. Right to the first team. <laughs> I appreciate That's that. awesome. So, so what, are, what do you think are some of the top stories besides the COVID and being able to play in that, that kind of thing? What do you think are some of the top stories of 2020? Yeah, I mean, I think it was watching DJ Blossom, right? We, we watched this guy for so long, and you, we knew how much talent he had. He says a world of talent. He puts himself there a lot, and that, that can kind of set you up for some disappointment. So, as he went into Sunday at the Masters, he had had a 54-hole lead four times. He was 0 for 4. He was trying to rewrite that. Um, but we kind of really saw him turn it on and, and blossom. He won the FedEx Cup. That was a big uh, check mark for him. He had done that. And then to, to win the Masters, you know, he's, he's one of those guys you look at and say, that guy, that guy should win the Masters. But it doesn't always happen, right? So he certainly would be up there. I mean, Bryson would be up there as a – as a key component of 2020, the way he uh, worked himself into this this new superhuman being and uh, blistering the ball all over the place and, and winning the U.S. Open in the fashion he did. I think that's the last place we would figure that type of game might work, but it worked awfully well at Wingfoot. Uh, you know, Justin Thomas had a good year. We, we watched guys that were close, but they didn't get over the hump. We watched guys like Ricky and Jordan Spieth and, uh, you know, kind of falling, falling, and trying to get up again, and kind of like Kepka trying to get healthy again. So it's just there's uh, there's a lot of storylines. That's the the beauty of golf. There's it, no end to the storylines, and 
And, uh, you know, at the end of the year, we too, we got, and we had a lot of good stuff to write about. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. As I was going through the the year and some of the interviews that we had throughout the months, uh, things that stood out was this Premier Golf League coming on the horizon, and that sort of a threat to the tours and what oh. might uh, what might come from that. And then uh, I had forgotten, but in February, right before this all hit, it was a leap year. We did a show on the on uh, February 29th. and I, I mean, it, this all looking <laughs> back, this should all make some sense. Like, hey, warnings, yeah. <laughs> we got some stuff happening here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. For me, a golf that seems like five years ago, doesn't, doesn't it? it? I mean, when, when you do think of things before the COVID, um, I think I, I, the last full tournament I covered, I covered Bay Hill on the way up to doing the players in Terrell Hatton, and that just seems like three years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just so it's been a long, long year for sure. Uh, I'm sure uh, Jay Monahan would certainly enjoy a week or two off here at the end of the year to catch his breath because uh, he, he did a lot of great work this year. And, and the tournaments were smart about things. You know, they're not rushing back, getting fans back out there. I mean, you know, uh, I'm in Orlando. So this week we have the PNC with Tiger Woods and his son Charlie out there. I mean, it would be packed. I mean, it's quite an opportunity to get out there and see sure. Tiger. Never mind seeing his 11-year-old kid. And, and there won't be fans out there. And that's okay because they're kind of doing it in a smart way and, and we'll get back to normalcy when we can. Until then, things are going to be different and I think we just accept that. You know, Brian had mentioned, uh, you know, that Premier Golf League. Thoughts about uh, Jay Monahan buying a minimal share in the European tours. Does that help to alleviate that whole situation and hopefully keep them from kind of getting their foot in the door? Yeah, I mean, I think I think this year more than ever these tours all had to work together, right, to figure out the schedules and when they were going to put things and when their big weeks were going to be. And I think when they did that, they kind of found some synergies. And, you know, I don't see them outside of the Ryder Cup. But I don't see the European tour and the PGA tour as huge rivals, right? Uh, certainly the, the PGA tour benefits greatly from all the great European players that are, that are here and the European tour for sure would like to see them more play there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think there are some, some areas where the two tours can work together. Um, and, and that's what they're going to try and do. I mean, they, they found some synergies there when they were trying to do the scheduling and, uh, you know, Hey, it's, it's a big globe out there these days and it's a global game. So let's all kind of play nice together and, and see how we can fit it all in. You know, you mentioned Charlie and Tiger playing. Uh, I, I'm just curious how they were able to get such great golfers and Hall of Famers to go out there and watch those two play. I mean, that's uh, pretty amazing that uh, all those other guys would show up just to watch Charlie and Tiger. <laughs> it's a, it might be a two-person horse race, huh? Oh, 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 oh are they playing? Are there others playing? Okay, I was just—I oh. didn't know. I was, I was a little unsure. I thought it was just an exhibition. The Woods family. There's a, there's a few others. Play. I bet there's a few others that give the, the old Woods crew a, a run for their money. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Tiger did his press today. I, I didn't get out there. I would have loved to have asked him for every tournament he's ever been at. You know, off of injury or when he was 20 years old. Uh, you know, what's the goal this week? And it's to win. So is the goal this week to have fun with Charlie or to win? And I'm sure he's so competitive. There's nothing he'd like to do more than win with his little 11-year-old son at his side. He'd say win, but he'd smile. He'd say win, yeah. <laughs> well, his comments, today, or his comments were in his presser 
that he wants to have fun, but his his yeah. son Charlie, he's all business. <laughs> he's business, man. He had his head in the yardage book all day today. So, man, he uh, he's got quite a swing. Boy, eleven years old, pretty impressive. And and I think it's yeah. great. Like, you look at that for him without having a lot of fans out there. It's kind of cool because it would have been you know Tiger playing, his dad playing. It's always a bit of a zoo. You know, it's uh, people want to see him. You're watching arguably the greatest guy ever. So, uh, you know, I'm glad. I'm pleased for the 11 year old kid that he gets out and go out there and play some golf. Not have to do it in front of you know 20,000 people. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I guess uh, in you know, kind of chuckling a little bit at my enthusiastic look at 2020. What, what's uh, what's your enthusiastic outlook for 21 at this point in time? I, you know, excitement. I mean, I think that uh, you know, one thing we didn't talk about was just the quality of golf we saw. Um, I think that was a that was a really good theme when those guys got back to work at Colonial. Just we saw some great golf, some great finishes. Uh, you know, even Bryson shooting six under a place like Wingfoot, which you guys know so well with your, your connections there. And, um, yeah, I just, I, it's excitement again to get back at it and, and let the young guys go. And, and hopefully the veterans pop their heads in there and we get it toward a, uh, as a Ryder Cup year. And uh, I'm looking forward to all of it, really. I guess that is good. Back-to-back Ryder yeah. Cup years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least it's we have the anticipation two years in a row, even if we didn't get to experience it the first time. So we'll take it. We'll take it for sure. That's right. Well, Jeff, we wish you and yours the very best. And uh, thanks, as always, for your time. Always great to talk golf with you. And uh, we sure appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays to you and your family. You got it. Thanks, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff Babineau joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents 
trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks for joining us here on the final show of 2020. You know, one of our favorite guests over the years is Tom Lehman. And during the COVID quarantine, we had a chance to catch up with him and see what he's up to. Tom Lehman joining us here on Real Golf Radio. A couple of things that stand out to me, of course, is, you know, Royal Lytham and St. Anne's 1996 Open Championship. And, and then the Country Club of Brookline, the 99 Ryder Cup. Um, you know, we, we were fortunate. We just started this show in 1999. That was the, the, our first year on the air and it's been 21 years now. Uh, but I remember having you on the show right after that ride. Cup and and it just gives me goosebumps even thinking back on it. Yeah, I think for different reasons too. The um, you know the the British Open, I, I had been really close in several majors leading up to that, so it just felt like it was a matter of time. And uh, you know, so the, the winning that was um, validation, you know, a validation of the hard work, a validation of uh, believing that I was good enough to win, and, and then actually proving it and doing it. And um, so. Th- I would say it was no surprise to me, but it just it, it certainly felt good to prove that I was capable. Um, the the Ryder Cup, now that was a whole different animal. That you know, being a, a team a team event and growing up playing team sports, you know, there really still is n- nothing like um, doing something you know significant or achieving something monumental uh, as a team where you can share it all together. And I think that was the special part of that Ryder cup team was, is, you know, at the time, the biggest comeback in the history of the Ryder cup to do it in, in Boston, that, you know, with the fans that they have there and with the group of guys that we had, if we go back and look at that team, it was quite a team, you know, Payne Stewart was on that team. and Tiger was on the team, Phil Duvall, you know, the list goes on Davis love, Hal Sutton. I mean, we had, we had quite a team, uh, Jim Furyk, you know, so to kind of be able to share that whole thing, Marco Mira was on that team. So the name's Jeff Maggard. Um, anyway, just to be able to share it with, with all of those guys, uh, you know, and celebrate the victory and uh, enjoy the battle together. I mean, that's what kind of makes it special. And, uh, you know, certainly one of the, I think that Sunday may be the most exciting day of golf I've ever experienced. Mm. No matter what, no matter what, if it, you know, major championships, uh, Whatever it might be, I, I think uh, that Sunday was, it was probably the top one day ever. All right, cool story by Tom Lehman right there as we wrap up hour number one of show 50 here in 2020. What a year and some great guests. Stay tuned, more of it coming up next on the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. 
You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Vice President Mike Pence received a COVID-19 vaccination on live TV alongside Second Lady Karen Pence and U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams. President-elect Joe Biden set to receive the COVID-19 vaccine in public on Monday. Vice President-elect Kamala Harris set to receive it the following week. As a government shutdown looms, Congress is also working to solidify a COVID-19 relief bill. House Majority Whip James Clyborne saying he's hopeful they will come to an agreement. What we need to do is close the deal today, uh, hopefully uh, get a vote uh, tonight or in the morning, uh, and that will spread joy throughout the land. The South Carolina Democrat saying he doesn't want to go home for the holidays without doing what needs to be done for the American people. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I had begun to notice after 10 days with Balance of Nature, I felt better, more energetic. And believe me, for me, that's something because I have energy anyway. But as old as I am, that was really something to start really noticing. You know, we're all responsible for choosing what our attitudes are, but I had a better mental outlook. I mean, I always try to be positive, but there were subtle things in me that I began to notice. I just felt a difference with this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. White House officials and congressional leaders are trying to address a number of lingering policy disagreements as they race to finalize an approximately $900 billion coronavirus relief package. As the negotiations continue, former New York Republican Congressman Nan Hayworth tells CNBC moderates are playing a huge role in the negotiations. Well, you know, having been one of the centrist uh, voices in a you know, relatively raucous Republican uh, majority, but, you know, not a commanding Republican majority against a Democratic Senate and White House in the uh, 112th Congress, uh, look, it is those uh, more moderate voices who uh, do actually move policy forward. And but, you know, they they back up leadership. Atlanta-based Coca-Cola cutting 2,200 jobs around the world because of a decline in sales blamed on the pandemic. A spokesman saying 1,200 of those jobs will be here in the United States. USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. For the second week in a row, when first-time jobless claims were released by the Labor Department, they were continuing to rise. 885,000 claims were made last week. The four-week average now at 812,000. 
The largest increases in claims were in California, Texas, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and New York. As far as why the numbers continue to rise, Stephen Moore with the Heritage Foundation says... All over the country, these blue state governors from Cuomo to Pritzker to Newsom out on the left coast shut down their, their economies. You're seeing the tragedy of these uh, restaurants that are going bankrupt right now, even though we know that, that uh, shutdowns and lockdowns of the economy have, have almost no impact on the pandemic. And so obviously, if you shut down businesses, Steve, you're going to see people lose their jobs. It is a tragedy. We should stop the shutdowns. Obviously, we want to stop the spread of the virus, but this is a a, a strategy that has not worked, and, and many, many uh, businesses are in jeopardy of uh, failing. That audio, courtesy of Fox and Friends, could California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom get recalled from office? As of Thursday, a petition to force a recall vote had received more than 820,000 signatures, more than half of the 1.5 million needed, and organizers have until March 10, 2021, to collect more signatures. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio on this final show of 2020. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Thanks so much for being with us each and every week. And it has been an interesting year, of course. But nonetheless, it gave us an opportunity to do some cool things, to have some time and some access to some of the players and those that all of a sudden found themselves with some extra time on their hands. And so we took advantage of that. We had, you remember, Bob, in the middle of the yeah. of the quarantine, we decided to do the Real Golf Radio Clubhouse. Yeah. And just sit down and, and visit with some guys like Tom Lehman, uh, who you just heard from, yeah. and some of these others that just, I mean, Danny Summerhays talked to us about retiring from, from the game of golf and from then he tour golf. Wins. And then he wins. Yeah, this is crazy. You know, uh, Keith <laughs> Clearwater share, shares how he, you and he hooked up to as player and caddy early in the yep. 90s and yep. had a phenomenal year. In fact, it was better than he even remembered, Bob. Yeah. It was it was a it was a fun year, no doubt about it. 
<laughs> I tried to get him to roast you on your 60th birthday, but uh, he wouldn't go there. So We're too good of friends for that to happen. Uh, we also uh, checked in with Rex Hoggard, our good friend Troy Merritt, Rich Lerner you're going to hear from, Mike Weir is a rookie on the PGA Tour Champions, Guy Yoakum who can spin a yarn like no other, uh, Tony Fina from his foundation tournament, Ben Crenshaw uh, commemorating 25 years since his emotional Masters victory in 1995, spent a good amount of time with us. You'll hear him recount what it was like and how special that week was. That That's pretty remarkable i mean he only made five bogeys he never had a three putt in both of his masters wins no three putts yeah and and when you look at a masters winner normally you look at a guy that maybe at the most has two three putts in 72 holes most guys are one three putt or no three putts um and and you got to do that on those greens and if you can do that on those greens as diabolical as ben crenshaw calls them um then you're going to have a great week uh, you know, you're going to get, keep yourself in contention. You're going to have a chance. We talk so much about distance and I love the, the, the fact that Ben Crenshaw won the masters in 95. Don't forget tiger played as an amateur. Phil was playing then he's a bomber. Yep. Davis love was yep. runner up. He was a bomber. Fred couples had just won three years earlier. He was boom, boom. So you got Ben Crenshaw in the middle of all of that, that just ball striker and putters yep. that thing to death, right? Yep. Yeah. That short game is what, allowed him to get those two green jackets. And I don't think it's any different today. We're going to talk about that. You'll hear from some of these folks. Uh, I hope you enjoy it as we count down our final show here on 2020 by looking back. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology. So you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing, we gave it a new challenge, to design faces for the number one irons in golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. 
As for the supercomputer, it's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. Now back to Rio Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show, brought to you by Odyssey Golf. And we continue now looking back at some of our favorite sounds from 2020. Rich Lerner joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Seminole is the fifth star in this uh, show, that's for sure. First time in full it will uh, have ever been uh, televised with a live event. Uh, so Seminole is, is a bit like a Pine Valley in that regard. We've all heard about it. We've read about it. But so many people have never really seen it uh, in, in the way that they will on Sunday. Uh, there's, you know, sort of uh, lots of lore surrounding uh, Seminole. Uh, it was uh, founded uh, by E.F. Hutton in 1929. Uh, there's uh, a funny story. E.F. Hutton was the financier and he married uh, to, into the Post uh, family, uh, wealthy uh, people, and he set out to build this course. And his wife said, look, go ahead and, and build it. Great. But just make sure you're home by seven because they were part of that gilded Palm Beach scene of the 1920s. There were dinners and balls to attend. And so to this day, uh, the club closes at six o'clock. Huh. Out the door, all shut down at six o'clock. Uh, one of those sort of quirky traditions they've they've maintained. Uh, designed by <laughs> Donald Ross, uh, it is a second shot golf course, and this this ties into your your question about you know, what kind of golf will we see? I think I think the players will be ready. They uh, was on a conference call today. They they've been working and and getting reps in and. Uh, you know, about, uh, Ricky playing rounds with Justin and Tiger and, and, and Rory is uh, his dad. Jerry's a member at Seminole. He's been out there. He's familiar with the course. They've all played it. I don't, I don't have uh, any doubts that, you know, they won't be ready. What could be an issue for the players is if the wind blows and that's Seminole's primary defense, it's hard by the Atlantic ocean. Uh, if the wind blows, then it becomes really tricky. And it's not a difficult driving golf course. There is a real premium on your approach shots, your second shots, and in putting the ball on the right uh, section of the greens. They're uh, not dissimilar to, say, Pinehurst number two. And so they have a, they have a phrase at Seminole. They call it uh, GVIR, Greens Visited in Regulation. Huh. And, you can, and, and it's not impossible to see someone putt it off the green. Rory has said he did it. And around there, um, the in terms of uh, you know the, the lure, uh, this was Hogan's favorite golf course. Was the, Hogan used to kick off the winter rough at Seminole. Uh, he was a, an honorary member there from uh, the late fifties until the time that he passed in, in nineteen ninety seven. And uh, you know, 
it's, it's going to be cool to, to watch the new breed in, in an old school, right? But it would have been really cool to see Hogan 60, 70 years ago drop a, a leather shag bag at the sixth hole, which was his favorite par four, and go to work from about 155 to 160 yards. Uh, Hogan played Hogan uh, played money matches uh, with the members there, and again the stuff of lore. Uh, if he lost a bet, he would write them a check uh, because he figured, well, they won't cash it. They want to hold on to it as a collector's <laughs> item because it has Ben Hogan's signature on it. And oftentimes, I think you can, if you check eBay, you can probably find some. They would be, they would be for as, as little as $2.50. Troy Merritt joining us on uh, Real Golf Radio. So, Troy, what about the playing without the fans? You mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, guys like me out there that play most of our tournaments uh, basically without any fan following, we're going to be pretty used to it. It's the uh, the elite players that are, are used to gobs of fans following around and finding their Aaron tee shots that are going to have the most uh, most time to adapt, or you know it's going to take them a little bit of a, a while to to get used to not having a pause after a good shot or a hold putt. I mean, you know, like I said, guys, like hey, we're used to that. You know, we just kind of go about our business and do our own thing. And you know, what's going to be a little bit different is the uh, the reaction. You know, on, on, a, on a big shot or a big putt, especially in crunch time, you know, coming down the stretch on a Sunday when it's just you and your caddy, you know, it's really the only ones, to, you know, cheering for yourselves. And, and what's that celebration going to be like on 18 for the, the player and caddy that win the event? I mean, what's that going to look like? I, that's, uh, that's something that I don't know if everybody's thinking about, but uh, I find that one just as intriguing as everything else. We're not going to see the, you know, the Jordan and Michael Grill or chest bump out of the bunker at Hartford, you know, a couple of years ago. We're, we're not going to see anything like that. Rex Hogger with Golf Channel is there in Fort Worth. Hey, Rex, how are you, man? I'm good. It's live golf. We get to actually talk about golf. It's a special day. <laughs> How about I love that? It. No speculation on what, when, this, that. So what what are your initial impressions? Just Well, I mean, when you started Thursday morning, Ryan Palmer hitting the first tee shot at 6.50, it felt just like normal because, let's be honest, most Thursday mornings at 6.50 on the PGA Tour don't really have many fans out there. So I don't know that it really felt that much different than what you would normally have. Now, as the day went on and – I went out and followed Phil Mickelson for a little while. That that felt very different because, as we all know, I mean, Phil lives for that interaction with the fans. It's in his DNA. And there were some real awkward moments where uh, he made a birdie on 18, and there was like three people around the green who clapped, and one of them was a swing coach. So it was kind of, you know, and Phil did, Phil did the tip of the cap thing, but it was something you were going to get used to. But I think what, well, at least I discovered, talking with players after two days, sort of that competitive cocoon that you put yourself in sort of has made it just feel as close to normal as we could probably expect. Now, I would anticipate that changes on Sunday. Now, clearly the crowd comes into play on Sunday when guys get in the hunt, and you're not going to have that, and that will definitely be a different feel. But so at least the first two days, I mean, it feels like guys are playing tour golf again. Big story of the week, especially locally for us, and those that know him is Danny Summerhays, who spent a long time on the PGA Tour. He's a former winner on the Corn Ferry Tour and is playing this week in his home golf course there at Oak Ridge Country Club. He set up a practice facility there. He's going to be teaching and, in fact, made an announcement that he's going to retire from tour golf, uh, professional golf, following this event. So it's a bit of an emotional one for those of us that have been fans of Daniel for some time, and we're pleased to welcome him to the show right now. Danny, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Brian, Bob. Thanks for uh, having me on. Well, you kind of dropped a bombshell on us all there, uh, announcing a retirement. 
yeah, you know, I've, uh, <laughs> it, it, I know it was a bombshell for everybody else, but I, I've kind of been contemplating it for sure over the last six to eight months is I've kind of didn't get very good status at Q school and then the pandemic hit and we're still, we're still in the throes of it right now, but mm-hmm. I've, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this next chapter of my life. I still love competitive golf, but I love a lot of other things as well. And, and I'm looking forward to, to starting that new, that new journey. Our next guest who has ties to, to both of us, but most specifically to uh, my partner here, Bob Casper. You've heard him talk about the time on the bag with Keith Clearwater. Best year of my life in golf. He knows that. If we if we putted the ball a little better, we might have won four or five times that year. I think didn't we have ten top ten finishes, Bobby? No, we had twelve. It was crazy. Oh, 12. It was pretty fun. There you go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we just every week we were in contention. Bobby's just. I mean, obviously the experience he had with his dad for years and then having him, I mean, Bobby can beat me most of the time. So he knows how to play golf. He knows how to read greens. And that combination for me was real settling. And we just seldomly misread a putt. We made great choices and we went around the golf course easy. And, uh, my biggest uh, mistake was not paying him double what he deserved the next year. <laughs> I, I agree. Off, Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> truly. Truly, it was uh, just one of those fun years. Uh, picked him up at San Diego because my caddy didn't know how to wake up. And, uh, you know, I have to get Bobby, who's, you know, a father, responsible, smart, good player on the bag. And you've got another guy who wants to be out at night. Uh, what a difference. What a contrast. And we just, you know, and one of my dear friends, it was, uh, it was a privilege to have Bobby. I mean, he was just sharp, and, and every single thing we did was good. We just yeah. had one of those great years and uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, he started in San Diego. And we never looked back. I wouldn't let him quit. I said, "Sorry, you you got to figure out something with your family because <laughs> I got to have you. You're, you just offered too much." I forget where we finished in San Diego, but we did nicely and uh, and we just meshed well. I mean, it was just a fun thing. And you know, one of the side benefits for Bobby, he he decided to get on this super diet, meet well. I think he was down all the way to 167 or something at the end of our year, which was uh, pretty fun. I mean, he was in he, – he looked pre-college. He was a cute <laughs> little skinny guy. <laughs> so a lot of fun to have Bobby. So many – that was – there's just so many memories from that year that are all good, and I cherished that time with him. I still – you know, what a dear friend to do that for me and – actually helped my career. It was one of All my right. All right. Jeez. Okay. We all love Bob, but you got to have some fun you story. You got to, you got to, you got to dish some dirt somewhere along the way, right? I just don't have any. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that story. Keith Clearwater and Bob Casper, two of a kind right there. All right. We'll hope you're enjoying our look back at 2020. We got more of it coming up next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. To find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. This segment is brought to you in part by the all-new Black Desert Resort at Entrada in St. George, Utah. This is something you've never experienced before. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out what life is like at this new exclusive resort. And uh, real estate opportunities are available now at blackdesertresort.com. All right, we continue our trip down memory lane through 2020. We've made our way into the fall, August, September, October. We'll continue now. Hope you enjoy it, and thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. He's an eight-time winner on the PGA Tour. He's uh, turned professional back in 1998, and, of course, the 2003 Masters champion, good friend of ours, Mike Weir, joining us right now. Weirzy, how are you, buddy? Doing well, guys. How's it going? Yeah, man, we're doing well. And, uh, hey, you know what? What, you got four events under the belt on the Champions Tour? I'm I'm just curious how it's been. Yeah, it's been been a lot of fun. Yeah, four events. uh... We played uh, three in a row. Just got home late last night, so I'm a little worn out. Uh, but it's been great. It's been great to, to play out there and get back on a on a regular schedule and um, get those competitive juices going again and kind of get in that competitive flow and, and rhythm of the game. And 
um, having a great time so far. You know, it's been interesting that you, you now you're out there on the PGA Tour champions. You're competing with guy and, and against guys that you've come that you've played with for a long time. What's it like being out with those guys again? Yeah, it's great to be out there. You know, it's funny. I was I was saying to John Cook. He asked me yesterday morning on the putting green, "How are you liking it, Weirdy?" And I said, "Well, everybody told me the you know when you played your practice rounds, you'd have the course to yourself." When you're on the driving range, no one be practicing. And I'm like, that's all a bunch of, you know what? Because everybody's grinding. The practice rounds, guys are out there. Um, you know, guys are working a lot harder than what I was let on to be, uh, you know, before I got out there. So the guys are working hard. I mean, the, you know, everybody's still competitive and want, want to play well. And, and it shows, um, you know, the guys that are, are playing near the top, those guys are, are working extremely hard. And, um, it's been great to see familiar faces for sure. Guys I hadn't seen a long time, guys I, I looked up to a lot when I was, you know, kind of coming up the Canadian tour ranks and, and some of the smaller tours and getting on the PGA tour, um, to, to play with some guys. So it's been fun to see them. It's been really, uh, really great. Senior writer for Golf Digest, Guy Yoakum joining us. Nobody ever had a higher golf IQ than, than Billy Casper and he, he spoke about that week at Wingfoot in 1959 in almost a reverential way because I, I think uh, for for him it's like a light bulb went on for him. Uh, he he told me he had actually he had attended an exhibition at, at San Diego Country Club when he was a teenager. He, he grew up in San Diego, and Hogan uh, Ben Hogan uh, gave this exhibition. He was playing with an Englishman. He thinks it was Guy Reese, but he wasn't sure. But he he was just an impressionable kid, and he he said Hogan played a practice round for the exhibition. And so Billy was watching Hogan play and he would watch him go out in the fairways and he would, he would put down a ball left side of fairway, left center of fairway, center of fairway, right center of fairway and right side. And the way that he studied angles and, 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 and the way that he would play away from a lot of flags, it was an intellectual, uh, really strategic way to play golf. And that suggested to Bill that, that that might be the way to do it. And when he went to wing foot, he'd been a tour pro for maybe four years and played his first round of golf there, his first practice round. He knew something resonated uh, inside of him. He, he thought, if, you know, if, if I'm ever going to win a U.S. Open, this would be the one. And I think he saw the difficulty of it. He, he saw the way that it could tempt players. And he knew that patience would be really important. And he knew that uh, bogeys were going to happen. He just, he had that sort of wisdom in, deep inside of him, sort of that high golf IQ uh, to know to approach the game that way. So he, he did lay up uh, short of the third hole, all four rounds, chipped up, one putted every time. And, you know, it, beyond that, it's, he just killed it with the putter. He, he one putted nine straight greens, uh, from Saturday's third round into the first six holes of, of, uh, the Sunday round, of, of the final round. And, you know, it's, Wingfoot is primarily a, a, a ball strikers golf course, but, uh, you know, some say Casper's the greatest putter of all time. And I think he, he killed it uh, with the putter that week. He had he had 114 putts 
for the week, remarkable. Uh, which I, which is remarkable. And I don't think we'll be seeing. That's a good stat. I mean, to, uh, let's see how many putts the, the winner has this week. I, I venture it will be more than 114. All right, we're here at the Tony Finau Foundation Golf Tournament at Alpine Country Club with the man himself, Tony Finau, right fresh off of the 120th U.S. Open at Wingfoot. You're kind of interesting because you have more distance, and you've actually spent all that time <laughs> dialing it back. I came from hitting it really far, but really far offline as well. And, and so, uh, you know, I had to learn how to hone it in just to compete at a high level. Um, and now, you know, I'm thinking about going back, you know, now that I've kind of honed in my, I feel like my technique and my mechanics, I have the mechanics, I think the proper mechanics to now ramp it up. You know, I don't think I had good enough mechanics to, to play at a high speed and, and compete. Um, but I think I do now. And I think for sure, you know, it makes someone like me think, you know, the way that they set up major championships, it favors the guys that hit it far because of how tight it is for everybody. Mm. I don't think anybody hit over 60% of fairways last week at the U.S. Open. That's very telling for, for anyone. So it basically just tells you whoever was hitting it the furthest in the rough was going to have the advantage because everybody was hitting it in the rough. Um, if it's a 50-50 chance off the tee box, mm. uh, basically which, 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 what it was, which was what it was, um, for anybody to hit the fairway, if you got a guy like Zach Johnson that's only hitting 50% of the fairways, and I'm hitting 50% of the fairways, I'm going to have a huge advantage just in the fact that I'm hitting it from 50 yards closer to him um, from the rough. So um, the game has changed in, in a sense where um, Bryson makes you think about uh, really the farther you hit it, and, and as long as you can control it to a certain extent and give yourself an angle, um, you're going to be able to contend in some of these majors. 19-time winner on the PGA Tour, including a two-time Masters champion back in 1984 and 25 years ago in 1995, um, Ben Crenshaw, one of the all-time legends of the game, kind enough to spend some time with us. It was a dream week for me. It was just a dream. I, uh, I had not played well uh, just prior to the Masters. I missed the cut in New Orleans. And I was there early at Augusta National, you know, and I get this, I'm eating dinner at the club and I get this phone call from Tom Kite on Sunday night saying that our old teacher, Harvey Phoenix had just passed away. So now I'm in shock. Uh, I never wanted to be away from Austin when that happened. So we made a plan to go back to Austin and bury Harvey on, on Tuesday. And then I came back to Augusta National Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, and uh, you know, I, I don't. Something took over uh, me that whole week because uh, I, I said, you know what, uh, I, 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 I must say how thankful I was to have Harvey in my life. Um, he, he taught me so many wonderful things, lasting things, and uh, I started out the tournament. And uh, I played well the first day and the second day and the third day. And I tried as, as hard as I could not to think about what the week meant to me in my memory of Harvey. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm, believe me, I'm convinced that I had uh, a lot of help from a lot of different places. And I know the Lord looked after me that week uh, through Harvey Penick. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, I still laugh at one of the greatest lines I ever heard. Dan Jenkins uh, at the end of the tournament said, this was a bad week for atheists. 
<laughs> I'll never forget that. I love I'll ne- that. I'll never, I'll never forget that. But no, I, I played like a dream that week. I, I played like a kid. I played like a kid that week. I played instinctive golf, uh, intuitive golf. I didn't think any swing thoughts. Uh, I had a good touch. Um, and I was doing the right things, and I had the right breaks, too. I mean, you, you've got to have the breaks yeah. that happen for you to, to win. All right, we'll wrap things up with the caddy next right here on Real Golf Radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. At Callaway, we've spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here as we wrap up 2020 and regularly appearing on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
some would say, appearing nightly, but we don't do it nightly. So appearing weekly here on Real Golf Radio, here he is. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Oh, yeah, he is the man that everybody looks forward to. Well, not that man. He's not Santa Claus. You know, I know this time of year there's another one that people are singing about, and he has lots of opens. Uh, Caddy joining us right here. Hey, Caddy, what's up? I think uh, the Caddy appearing line, I I imagine all the listeners just immediately evoked an image of Bagger Vance just coming in out of the mist. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. To just provide all kinds of counsel and wisdom. And just think if you looked like Will Smith. Then I would be fresh and a prince. <laughs> well, maybe not so fresh anymore. Maybe not quite so fresh. Hey, if anymore. we could all look like Will Smith, that's all I'm saying, man. That guy. Yeah. If I looked like if I looked like Will Smith, I'd walk immediately into whatever bank Will Smith banked at, and I would then I would bagger pants and disappear into the mist. After that, that's what I would. You'd do. make a withdrawal. Is that what you're going to say? Possibly. Facial recognition. That's where the money is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this started off interesting. I got a quick question. This week, you know, we've got the PNC Championship. Um, Tiger and and Charlie are playing. Joe LaCava, of course, is caddying for Tiger. Have you ever met his son? His son's caddying for Charlie. I I haven't. I know Joe told me a few years ago, apparently Joe, uh, if this is the same son, I don't he, he was a really good quarterback, actually, good football mm. player. But that's no, I, I I haven't ever met his son. But that's I mean that's pretty cool. It's a real family affair, isn't it? I mean, come on. How pure is Charlie Swing? That's the next Tiger right there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that move's awesome. I saw it today on a Charles How liked Instagram post. I was like, wow, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's just a little good. It's really good. Yeah, that's ir- that's irritating to me. Don't you hate it when some? How old is How old is Charlie? 12, eleven. He's eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. I I hadn't even played golf yet when I was eleven. And Tiger, how many trophies did Tiger have by the time he was eleven? About five hundred, four hundred, something like that. Rumor has Charlie it that they've seven. already put his plaque underneath his dad's name in the champions locker room uh as 2029 champion so yeah yeah you can pencil him in mm-hmm. for a few jackets oh, yeah. and other things <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's gonna take it deep oh my this is getting out of hand but it is fun to watch he's he obviously yeah. has a great looking swing for an 11 year old we'll see we'll see if he's even interested in playing golf by the time he's uh, out of high school you never know do you mm. uh, it's a it's a long it's a long time from 11 to Start him on the tour. Yeah, well, not as long for some anymore, but yeah, indeed. It is a family affair, though. That is pretty cool. Father and son caddy. Father's Max Homa made a comment about Charlie's swing when everyone's uh, getting all fired up about it this week, and he said, my dad passed down my ape hair, you know, my, how did he say it? My uh, ape hair, my ape-like arm hair. And Tiger passed down his amazing golf swing to Charlie. He said, genetics just don't 
lie or something like that. I thought it was pretty clever. I, I butchered it there, but well, you get the idea. I do, and, uh, you know, it could have been worse. It could have been back hair or somewhere <laughs> else. So, you know, Max, it's not so bad. Look at the bright side. <laughs> All right, Caddy. So we're kind of taking a, a, a look back. Hey, uh, wait, a yeah, okay. wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on a second. Hold. We, we, need to, we need to introduce something new to the show. All right. Okay. And we're going to call it – we're going to – I don't even know. So Max Homa, as you know, loves to just – rip on people in a fun way. Right. I mean, that's what he does. Right. So I think we need to have a little segment every once in a while to just, we'll call it the taking it to the max segment. Oh, look at and him. We'll just wow. we'll defend the honor of whoever max is ripping on and uh, we'll take it to the max once in a while. How mm. about that? How about, how about yeah. the roast? I mean, he's kind of a roast, right? Which is when you roast well, somebody, yeah, yeah, that's what he is. He roasts, he roasts somebody. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's, he's it's really a max good. roast. Yeah, it's really good at it. But I, I think we have, need to have it taken into it at the Max show somehow. Anyway. All right, so give me – so how, how do you want – so how would you want to set that up? What's Who's this week's taking it to the Max? Oh, so we could do it to anybody. We're oh. just doing it in the spirit of Max Home is what you're saying. I I'm, like that. I I'm like just saying. You're, it's, your, it's your segment. I'm just wondering where you're going with it. That's a great headline. I wondered if you had content to back it up. Well, I think we need to almost disqualify any Bryson DeChambeau because that's too. There's just targets that are just too target rich or too easy. You got <laughs> so we need to disqualify. But we should start with that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think this is a future thing. You know, I, I put myself on the spot. You're calling me on it, and I'm choking. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> well, you're just going to have to know that every week. You've got to have somebody to take it to the max. No, no, no. You, you know what's happening well, here, Bob? What? The caddy, is, the caddy is admitting that he's now into social media because he mm-hmm. understands that Max Home, he's following Max Home's stuff. There oh, you go. no, 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 no. And he no, also no, referenced no, no, some no, no, Instagram no, no, no. post. Yeah. No, no, The caddy has no, gone no. social mainstream. I have not gone social media. Yes, you have. I just, I just remember everything that ever passes my eyes. So on social media, people on who social forward media. me. No, 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 no. I don't go on social media. People forward me stuff. I don't actively seek it out. Is that different? Mm. It's like, you know, that's what I said. You Either know, if do you get or you don't. Drinking, if, well, if you get caught drinking in school, you say, well, they, somebody handed me that beer. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, I didn't take right. it. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. Somebody officer, sent I this swear. to me. It was on I Twitter swear. or it was on Facebook. I didn't take Somebody it. Sent they this put it to in. Me. They put it. Yeah, they put it in my desk. The bottom line is you're consuming from social media platforms. Yes, you are. I don't care what consuming, you're... consuming. Since when did looking at something become consuming? Since social media. Word, I'm a little feisty. I'm getting a little feisty. Yeah, I'm riled up now. He was all Daddy. ready to throw all this stuff out and be happy and giggly, and I then was. we we called him on the carpet, and now he's backed in a corner defending himself. See what I he's am. doing? I am. I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a caged animal now. Yep. All right. There's no way to spend Christmas. <laughs> all right. We we did t- uh, we knew we need to look back on some of these stories, but we did mention to you um, that we were going to ask you what the best caddy Christmas gift that you can. You can recall. I don't know if you had a chance to ponder that, but that was a setup from last week. Is best caddy Christmas gifts? I am going to take a little taking it to the max angle on this, 
See how we did that? I'm not going to reveal. Yeah. I'm not going to reveal the best caddy Christmas gift. I'm not. I'm going to reveal some of the worst caddy Christmas gifts. Hmm. You see what he did there, Bob? He's like, let me me answer you this by asking you this. That's right. (laughs) My favorite all-timer, my favorite all-timer, bar none, was the time, I don't even remember who it was. It doesn't matter. But it'll show you how old this was uh, when this happened, but but how long ago. I never forget, my favorite caddy bonus had to be this guy had worked for his player for, for quite a while and whatever, and his player had a great year and he calls him up and brings him over. They have dinner and all this and that. And he goes, Hey, listen, I just, I want to give you a little something. It was a great year, you know, and he hands him an envelope and it's, it's, it's kind of like a card, you know, it's like a Christmas card or so he says, Oh, thanks. And uh player's like, well, open it up. Take a look, take a look. So he opens it up. It's a, it's like a $50 blockbuster video gift. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's the gift and that keeps on giving, Clark. Thanks the, for the guy was The guy was like, I mean, it was, it, was, it, was serious, it was sincere. And he's like, thanks, man. Thanks for such a great year. I was like, that's my favorite. I don't know if I can. Can you match that one? That one's pretty good. So the blockbuster video. Caddy Blockbuster Video, that would have been a, probably circa, what, 95, 96 yeah. sometime, Fred? Yeah. So you got guys have, in the 90s. Yeah, so guys having a good year on tour in the mid-90s were making a million dollars. That's right. Yeah. so That's right. They were. So why not, why not drop a good high percentage of $50 to the guy that helped you get there? <laughs> yeah. Oh I, uh, the, the best one I heard this year was 25 grand. Whoa. Wow. As a, as a bonus. Yeah. That's the best. Now I'm not saying that that's the best one by any means. Um, would you consider the tour championship bonus? You know, the guys who have gotten that million dollars, is that a bonus or is that a percentage? I don't know. What, what is it? Does it matter? Who cares? But that's a, that's a pretty impressive one. That's happened a few times. I think it'd be very bad karma to win the $10 million bonus and not mm-hmm. share that with the caddy. Mm. You, you mean with me? I agree. Right. You well, with you, with of course, the and, the, and their caddy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, by the way, when yeah. did Kuchar start playing the tour? Was that in the 90s? So this isn't one of his stories, is it? This is not a, this is, I I, I think, like I said, I don't remember who it was. It was definitely not Matt Kuchar. It was not, it was not Mr. Kuchar. No. Would it be inappropriate to say it would have been 50 pesos then that he would have? Oh my. Okay. All right. Mm, It would have been a few more pesos than that. Would it? Might've been about 20,000 pesos. I don't know the exchange off the top of my head. (laughs) And that's what I'm. So I, I remember that at least, at least one year that Tiger gave Stevie a fruit basket for Christmas <laughs> back in the 2000s. No, I'm serious. I remember reading that thinking, huh. A fruit basket. Made, yeah. made him dig for gold coins in the fruit? I don't know. It was just a fruit basket. And I remember thinking, oh, well, hmm. okay. I got to believe. No matter what, if you're working for Tiger Woods in the early 2000s, 
everything's just fine as far as your financial package goes. Yeah. I think you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not about the money. <laughs> we're, we're too focused on the money. It's, 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 it's Christmas. It's not about the money. It's not it's about, about the, the money. Giving. It's, uh, it's about the gift. Yeah. Well, it's about a lot of things, but yeah, the guy's caddy. Granted, the money's gotten certainly pretty, pretty insanely good for a caddy. It's the world, like I said, world's greatest part-time paid exercise program. It's phenomenal. <laughs> but I thought you were about to go. It's for the love of the game. I thought you were ready to go there. I still think, I still think everybody, most of the guys, the core guys, certainly most of the time I caddy, guys just love to do it. They just love to love to do it. There are some guys who are just its just so in their DNA to be a tour caddy. Fluff would be certainly one of those guys, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, look at oh, him. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's hes the perfect example of that. But there's a lot of guys like that. And then you go out on the on the Corn Ferry Tour and I mean, gosh, you, you've got guys just trying to they're probably they call it the Motel 6 because there's six of them in the same room trying to save money. And they call it the Super 8 for the same reason. So, <laughs> I mean, look at what those guys go through out there. And they just, they, you know, it's, they just love the, the whole thing. There's, there's something to it. I don't know. It's well, really and special. they're trying to graduate with their player, too. That's right. And then there's the horror stories when the player graduates and doesn't take his caddy with him, or two weeks later, he's. You know, he brings brings somebody else out, and that happens. That happens. There's some some crazy stuff that goes on. It's kind of it's a little bit like being a coach or a in a professional sports league. You kind of get fired and then hired by somebody else, and that's kind of how it happens. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we did all of that, and we didn't even look back at 2020 with you, Caddy. But that's okay. Uh, we appreciate the I insights. Know, that's amazing. And, yeah, we just kind of great stuff. Kind of a fireside chat. Phil Mickelson would have, you know, approved of that. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, Denver right now, I could use a fire. <laughs> it's cold here. <laughs> Well, the invitation still stands, Pards. Uh, if you're uh, open for a Christmas dinner, uh, you're welcome here at our place, and we'd love to have you. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very little. See, I didn't say I did. Well, I didn't say that. Yet, so. <laughs> All right. Well, ha- hey, happy holidays, pal. We appreciate you and uh, enjoy this uh, next couple of weeks. And we'll look forward to chatting with you in the new year. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for a wonderful year. We'll see you soon. All right. Yep. There he is. The caddy. Right here on Real Golf Radio. All right, we'll take a short break. Show continues next. Thanks for joining us here. End of 2020 show of Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435 940 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations today. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks so much to the caddy for Jeff Babineau who joined us and then all those who participated in Real Golf Radio for 2020. I mean, that was quite a list and we didn't even get to all of the ones we wanted to play. Certainly appreciate Callaway Golf and, you know, uh, Dave Neville, uh, Senior Director of Brand Management, Sean Toulon. Um, we've had so many that have joined us and have contributed. We really appreciate them. Also, Karen Stupples, who was just on with us last week. Uh, really appreciate her. She's been on with us several times. So, couldn't get to all of it, Bob, but it was pretty cool to look back and see as these stories unfolded, we were able to get the people that were right there and involved from players to media, you know, uh, down the line and, and be able to really get an insider's look. It's, it's the fun part of the job talking to all these folks. Yeah. And, and I was going to say that exactly, um, you know, from players to manufacturers to uh, all the media guys, we built up some pretty good relationships over the last 21 years. And it's fun to be able to talk to them and pick their brains and hear Things from them and, and, and what's going on, especially in the world of golf and how this last year was pretty, 
kind of interesting. It was interesting. Hoping hoping for some normalcy in 2021, yes. but you know, whatever happens, Pards, I'm looking forward to year 22 with you, buddy. I mean, this is going to yeah. be, it's been a fun ride so far. We've experienced some great things and look forward to experiencing even more great things in 2021. As you mentioned, it's a Ryder Cup year again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited we'll about the majors and the masters coming up again here in four months. Uh, back-to-back masters is always yeah. a good thing. And uh, being on site, even better. Thank you so much to Dave Glauser, who is such a great producer. We really appreciate it. He's been with us nearly the entire time. Thanks, Dave. We uh, wish you and your family all the best. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor, wishing you the best year as we wrap up 2020 and head into the new year. We'll talk to you soon right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tee to Green, the golf show, the show by golfers for golfers. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf in Colorado Springs, Colorado, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.